Hey, what's going on everyone? This is Fernando. I hope that you are doing well. And today I wanted to talk to you about the mutual mistake doctrine and contracts. Okay. And so what exactly is this doctrine? How does it work? So if at the time of, of uh, the making of a contract, both of the parties involved in the agreement are mistaken with respect to a material fact upon which the agreement was premised, then the contract will be void. And rescission is the appropriate remedy. So the key piece here is that both parties are mistaken with respect to a material fact upon which the agreement is premised. So to give you an example, a buyer agrees to buy a Picasso painting from a seller, right? If the buyer at the time believes that this is a Picasso painting, the seller believes it's a Picasso painting, but you know what? They get an expert to review the painting and it turns out that it's actually a different artist who was modeling Picasso, but it's not Picasso. In this type of situation, the buyer could probably rescind the transaction, right? This is a situation where there was a mutual mistake of fact going to the essence of the contract. So keep that in mind, right? Both parties here are making a mistake, right? If you get facts that tell you that only one party made the mistake, meaning there's a unilateral mistake, generally that is not a basis for avoiding the contract, okay? Um, to give you a different example, okay, you have two parties, you know, a buyer and a seller, and they enter into an agreement for the purchase and sale of a residential home. And ultimately it was discovered, right, later as the transaction moved forward, that a large deposit of oil is actually located below the surface of the land. In this situation, the mutual mistake doctrine is not applicable. Each party received that for which they bargained for, right? The seller had desired to sell a home, which they did through the transaction, and the buyer had desired to purchase a home, which they did as a result of the transaction. So the oil is something that it does come into play for the, the buyer and the seller. However, it is not a material fact upon which the agreement is premised. They're not trying to purchase a home that has a deposit of soil underneath the house. So you have to pay attention to what the facts are telling you, right? And in that situation, Right? They're entering into an agreement for the purchase and sale of a residential home. Right? The additional issue that there's oil underneath, hey, for the, for the buyer, that's going to be you know, maybe something that they see to their benefit. Like, oh, I have now, uh, you know, not only do I have a valuable home, but I have you know, great additional oil that I can tap into and, and sell and make profit. Right? So... Um, yeah, I just wanted to give you those examples and just give you a sense of how you might see either in an essay or, or a multiple choice, this doctrine come up, okay? All right, I'll leave you with that. As always, wishing you great success. Good luck, you got this, keep going. I'll catch you at the next episode. This episode is brought to you in part by Juno, the collective bargaining group here to get you the best rates on your student loans. To learn more, 
Go to barexamgameplan.info and click on the Juno logo.